Welcome to Cowboy Ed. And whoa, doggies, do we have a ride for you today. We're going to talk about something that us, us cow folks know a lot about. Because, yeah, we are, we're cow pokes, so we, we know a lot about a lot of things. So we're going to talk about non-fungible tokens. Non-fungible tokens. Sounds like some sort of breed of mushrooms, don't you think there, Maya? Yes. <laughs> I, it is a really um, interesting term that is not intuitive. Like, I don't know what that means. So the rest of us out there, I mean, as we've rode around on our horses, we've heard we've heard people talk about NFTs, which is the abbreviation for non-fungible tokens. And NFTs are suddenly are being talked about a lot more, whether it's in the news, whether sporting events, uh, possibly concerts. It's 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 if you throw that term out there, you're gonna find a lot of articles on it across the, the wonderful World Wide Web as well. And so we decided we better have a conversation about NFTs and possibly how they connect or don't connect or what does this look like for education? And it, it, it starts with some interesting ideas. So what exactly is an NFT? Maya, we've, we've kind of went around with this a little bit, but Throw out a description of how you might describe an NFT. Well, I'm I'm sure we could have a bunch of comments that are like, no, this is not correct because I am not confident. But it's my understanding that we're talking about a digital thing, could be a GIF or an image or a, a whatever that, you know, it has all of that data embedded in it to be that digital item and it has a value and then that value can be traded sold you know whatever so and i like i said this is new for me i'm trying to dig into this so i don't know if that's quite it but that's what i'm thinking it is so i don't know do you know more than me james oh i well i'd be scared to say that but i i would say you you kind of hit the nail on the head with it in the sense of it's tied to that whole idea of blockchaining, um, that it's it's stored on the network of computers across the globe, if you will. It is it is a digital file that is personalized and stable, I guess, if you want to say, and it's secure that you are the only one that has access to potentially that specific piece of information. I can share that information and move it on, but that's that's a, a general idea. So when we start to think about there, there was a wonderful article out uh, on Ed Surge that talked about NFTs in education, and one of one of their points was discussing it as you know we have lots of artifacts, we have lots of artifacts in school from report cards to some really cool science fair projects to maybe a digital backpack that kids create representing what they've what they've done over a year or over their whole career. So the, all of these artifacts, if you can take the artifact and digitize it in some sort of way, then you could create an NFT of 
of a lot of things, of a class, of a, a whole educational experience, of a project, all of those things. And then that could follow or that student uh, could have access to that information whenever it'd be like a report card that never, ever, ever went away because as long as you had some sort of digital access, you could get to it. So uh, just a, a, a quick, the wind blowing question for you, Maya, do you see a value in possibly always having access to a class or, or a report card or some information from school as being on that college end as 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 we transition from k-12 up to uh up to college and and onward into our professional life like i said i am not an expert in this but i do you know my thinking around this is the legitimacy of the information right so i can have a pdf of my transcript and i can send that to you but I'm pretty tech savvy. So if I don't like that F that was on my transcript that, you know, in that class that I took a long time ago, that I could manipulate that document and send you that PDF. And then that F isn't there. Now, there's all kinds of ethical issues around that, but it's possible. And I could probably get away with it because you're not going to necessarily know it was tampered with in Talking about the NFTs, it has that ownership code that the information embedded in that digital token that's a lot harder to mess with. And if we're also talking about blockchain, you can't tamper with those blocks of information without, you know, alerting the rest of it that there's been a tampering, right? So you have a legitimacy to that information. And so that's one thought is that as I'm passing along information, whether it's transcripts or skills that I can, you know, perform or whatever it is, that it comes with that security to whoever I'm messaging that information to, that this is legitimate information. The other thing I think is that, you know, a transcript comes from one place. And so if I went to school at one institution, or I moved around a lot in high school, I've got to scoop all those pieces together to, you know, move them on to the next spot. If we chained all of these pieces of information together, I could carry an academic record that showed, you know, my formal academic training and other courses that I've taken because I'm interested in or ways that I have demonstrated particular skills or talents. And all of that could be connected in, you know, that record that is my NFT about who I am academically, right? And and I think there's some value in that, especially if we're talking about students gaining knowledge outside of that formal education space or people changing careers a lot. And having to show how their formal college experience led them to this place where they picked up these other skills, which now led them to be qualified for this other job, right? I mean, the the path isn't what it used to be where I went to school to be a teacher and now I'm a teacher for the next, you know, 40 years of my life. It's It's a lot more fluid and flexible. And so this gives a way to connect all of that information that I can, you know, keep it in one place. 
Well, I like that. It's it makes me think about like this NFT could be a true somewhat living even though it's a digital file but a living resume that is always updating what you've done uh as far as from your education background but also into your professional um and how those professional skills those quote unquote institutional knowledge that you gain by working uh this job or that job and and those can add to that it's 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 still very, very challenging to grasp. And as you were talking and you threw, use the term token. And, and when we're talking about blockchaining and cryptocurrency, we we have these tokens out there that nobody actually ever really gets to touch. They're not real. They're virtual. And so that's that's a hard concept to grasp. But the idea of a token, it, it takes me back and education seems to recycle a lot of ideas. But it, it seems oh, about 10 years ago, and there's probably some schools doing amazing work with it even today. But about 10 years ago, we saw a big push in education. The catchy thing was badges. And so we were going to have students earn badges. We were all going to be in Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts in every class. We'd have badges. We'd have, you know, this digital backpack with all these badges because I learned how to use this program or I learned how to use, you know, do a certain set of math problems. And I think most educators out there would agree that did not catch on. There were some spots that that was being used effectively, but a lot of people were like, yeah, no, uh, we, we have grades. We have these things. We badges is just one more layer of maybe craziness to add to all of this. And so then we saw badges kind of roll into this idea of micro-credentials that you wouldn't take a class uh, as far as a semester-long maybe college class or even a semester-long a high school or, or middle school class that you could take these little bite-sized packets that you would take a week or two weeks. And when you got that information, that micro-credential built to this other micro-credential and you may only pick up five skills, but if you picked up 10, then you might have the full credential, uh, some sort of guarantee saying you are qualified to do whatever it is that you're working on. And now that it seems like this evolution of these things kind of rolls into this idea of NFTs, that it is can be some sort of record or value of what you've done. And and as the horse is kind of, you know, into its slow clip-clop, clip-clop here, I think there's some possibility to some great value in all of these, but with the NFT model, potentially. Because nobody really cares if you got an A or a B in a class. I mean, I, I think we could, <laughs> not to scare our ponies here, but we could beat that dead horse a long time. Grades are grades that doesn't show what you've learned. And the NFT potentially could be the storage place of what you've shown you've learned, what, what, what things you've created, what things you've actually developed, um, what things you've actually wrote, uh, all of those pieces. And, and I think there might be some possibilities to use the nft model to 
to maybe tip this this education thing we've been talking about for a while on its head and say, you know, it's not about grades. The idea of mastering your knowledge, mastering the skill, we're we're gonna we're gonna track this and kids aren't just gonna pass on. And kids are gonna pass on if they're ready and faster and slow. I mean, all these things. It just gets my mind just in a whirlwind. Threw a lot at you. What do you think about any of that, Maya? Well, I think you're right. And, you know, badging and micro-credentialing are hard to manage. And you still have that arbitrary representation, right? You have, oh, I earned a badge. Well, what does that really mean, right? And to what level is that learning? And I think that the work of teachers to manage all of that was not worth the value, right? Because I'm already assigning a grade and then to have this collection of badges, you know, it just was extra work. I think the difference with the NFT is all of the embedded information, right? So if you're you're building meaningful data into that NFT that can give insight into what what that learning really is, I think then you add a layer of value that even that grade doesn't, you know, the grade is a token as well, right? You earn an A, but so what? What does that mean? And is an A the same in your class as it is my class? So I think that, you know, we can problematize all of these pieces, but I think the thing that the NFTs bring to the table is the embedded information. And so if you've got something, um, I'll give you a sports metaphor. If, you know, I'm a player and I have all of my stats I can have an NFT that that shares all of that information, right? I have data about myself that I can put out there. And, you know, I think academically, we're talking about the same thing. Here's my academic stats. I can do this to this level. I can do this other thing a little better or a little worse or whatever. And it gives a better picture of, you know, what what I'm capable of in a particular area. And so, you know, and badging didn't do that for us, right? So it kind of fell by the wayside because it was just management. Um, so I don't know. I I think if the management of this type of stuff is easy for teachers, it might catch on. I'd really like to hear what teachers have to say about this because it is hard to wrap your head around because we're not talking about something tangible and we're not talking about something that is anything like we've done ever before. So, you know, it's a really new crazy idea that's out there about how to leverage our ability to compile digital information and then share that information. So, yeah, I don't know. Out of my horse is kind of wandering off into the sagebrush here. So I'm going to kick it back to you because I think I've run out of ideas. Well, you talked about tangible. Heck, it's it's non-fungible. That's our cowboy joke for the day there. But we it, it is hard to grasp and it is hard to kind of see where we're going. But you brought up a, a, a kind of a, a great idea in the sense of in that article that we talked about. And, and we'll throw that out that we'll, we'll attach that article so you guys can get a look at it out there. But we think about, you know, there was a college athlete that had all the stats and highlights from his career. Highlights, not just stats. 
So in that NFT can be video files, can be a video connection, can be digital images. Uh, as far as it, it, it changes what it is, it's that grade is potentially very stagnant on the page in A, a B, or C. I could even possibly look at a syllabus of the class, but now suddenly I can see a lot of what you've done. I can see, the, I, I can actually see it in person, uh, a, a video or uh, an audio file, potentially if you're, you know, saying, speaking, singing, any of those kind of things. This is just kind of a crazy thing to ponder, but it's, if, if it can actually help the value of education, if it can actually help make education more meaningful, then as with all things, I think it's definitely worth the discussion. And in that article, they talked about a professor from Pepperdine University, uh, Bo Brown, and, and he used it specifically for grades and uh, gave them academic tokens. But as our wonderful producer highlighted, the, the challenge with this is there's a cost. So before you can really have a great conversation about NFTs, there, there is a cost to manage those things, produce those things, generate those things. And so that's, teachers don't need more cost and schools don't need more cost as well. And so that creates an interesting challenge, if you will, with that. The other side of that is, and we would be hard pressed to not answer that, um, is the environmental impact of this. So creating a cryptocurrency, creating the blockchain, creating this NFT involves digital technology, it involves electricity, it involves computers working, it involves all these things. And there is an environmental cost to manage, create, house, and keep forever, if you will. And so we, we do have to be cognizant of those things as 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 we discuss these hopefully electricity creation becomes more efficient hopefully uh how we store these things becomes more efficient as time goes on but those all play a role in that they all definitely play a, a specific role and i guess I, I do get excited though i do get excited about thinking about five kids coming out of a math class or five kids uh, coming out of, you know, a, a teaching class at the college. And they're coming out of that class. And in that file is what they've they've learned to move to the next class. And all five of them potentially can have different things. But they accomplished and they moved on. Now as an employer, as a college or, or whatnot, as I'm maybe looking at that, I'm saying, well, this, this young lady or this young man or, or this student's skill is really fits this niche. Uh, we want them and it has nothing to do with the A or the B or the C. It has to do with that they applied the content, they applied the information in that class in a way that fit in with our organization. So I, this this is such, it's just a wide open topic and we are definitely hoping that we get lots of input, comments, questions, because as, as Maya touched on uh, at the very beginning, we are definitely not the experts in all things 
blockchain, cryptocurrency, or non-fungible tokens. Uh, but we are pretty well skilled in discussing and coming up with some strategies to make education better. And so what do you what do you think, Maya, needs to happen for this to become an actual usable education tool? Well, I think the first thing is for teachers and principals, people to get their heads wrapped around this idea, right? I I think that we still have a bit of a generation gap in the value of digital versus tangible, right? And I think that that's, you know, a deep conversation about what what something like this brings to the to the field of education and kind of wrapping our heads around that idea of the value of a digital only thing whether it's you know these nfts we're talking about or you know understanding what blockchain is and how that works just really having some deep conversations because teachers are busy and they're you know in this wheel spin and trying to get get through you know all the things that are on our plate right now that this is a deep thinking thing that we're trying to bring in right or or could be brought in so i think that you know it needs a little time and attention i think that's the first thing and then the second thing is to really look at the added value is it doing something to move education forward and evaluating the value of what it brings versus its cost whether that's you know, time or money or environmental impact, all of those things, you know, they, if it's coming with the cost, is the value better than what we're putting into it? Woo. Well, we have, we've covered a big one, a big topic today for sure. In, in a lot of things, hidden in that message is the value of education and how do we truly give value to what students are are accomplishing in classes whether that's in first grade or junior high or high school or on into college or into the professional workforce as well and how that looks in the future i i think it's safe to say that it's not going to look the same as it did a hundred years ago education is slow to move but we're not going to be granted the the privilege of moving as slow as we have we're going to have to continue to find ways to create a better experience, better value, because not only is education changing as far as what kids need to know, but how we monitor or how we assess or how we grade that is also changing, as with a lot of things. So whew, this ride has came to an end, and we hope that you know nobody stepped in anything fungible. And we'll be back next week. And I hope that you share this podcast out and you like our page on Facebook and Instagram. And please, please give us your comments and let us know. We'd, we'd love to talk to you. We'd love to hear from you. So head them up. Move them out. Move them out. Head them up. Head them up. Move them on. Cowboy head on the run. <laughs>